Hi, and welcome to Mental Renovations. I am your host for today, and in case you are not sure who this host of yours is, my name is Cindy, and I am a registered counseling psychologist. Join me as we make sense of and renovate your mind. So if you listened to the previous podcast, you're aware that we are talking about cognitive distortions in this podcast as well. While I did define cognitive distortions in the previous podcast, for the sake of any new listeners who are here for this particular topic, I will still define it for you guys as well. Although I will recommend that you listen to the episodes in order. So let's, let's get to it. Let's talk about what cognitive distortions are. So according to cognitive behavioral therapies, um, cognitive distortions are irrational thoughts that can influence our emotions. Having influenced our emotions, they can influence our behaviors, or we could say how we respond to the world. Essentially, the therapy modality believes that our thoughts, feelings, and behaviors are all connected. And so when our thoughts are distorted, our feelings and behaviors can be negatively impacted. This will be, hopefully, more clearly demonstrated in today's podcast, which happens to be focusing on catastrophizing. Let let me define catastrophizing for you. Catastrophizing is sometimes called by certain um, people in the field fortune telling. It refers to the tendency to predict the future negatively without considering other, maybe more likely outcomes. Many people catastrophize. They anticipate the worst possible outcome and then find themselves in circumstances that they otherwise would not have been in had they checked their thoughts. While I say they, you may in in fact find that you also have a tendency towards this. Think about it. Have you ever gotten to work, for example, looked at your schedule for the day and thought to yourself, Today is going to be the hardest day ever. Or maybe you got into a relationship with someone and thought, this relationship is definitely going to end badly. Or maybe, still on relationships, um, you think to yourself, if Tandy leaves me, I'll never be able to breathe again. So some of us may find, though, that certain of these thoughts are actually quite innocent. We may feel that they are nothing to worry about. In fact, we may consider them so innocent that we jokingly say them to our colleagues, friends, and families. But what CBT therapists would have us do, or would want us to do, is to work on these thoughts, to look at these thoughts as if through a microscope. When we do this, we may find that the humor we attach to them only functions to mask the fact that there are parts of us that believe these thoughts. Another thing to concern us is that the more frequently I allow myself to think something, the more automated it becomes. 
So much so that I don't have to make myself think it anymore. This is what we would call negative automatic thoughts. They seem to come without being encouraged. This is mainly because through frequent practice, I've essentially created and maybe um, an increasingly stronger neural pathway. This is why it is so important to guard our thoughts and be active, not passive, active participants in our lives. So let's consider what catastrophizing can do to us using a scenario, which maybe some of us can relate to. So here's the scenario. Imagine you want to apply to a university to further your studies and it happens to be a top university and what you want to do is something you've always wanted to do, you love it, you enjoy it. If I have distorted thoughts, CBT says this will happen. So my catastrophized thought would be that I will say to myself, I won't get accepted. And maybe even if I do get accepted, I won't pass the year. So that's the thought. The feeling that might come or stem from that or be exacerbated by that kind of thought according to CBT are, well, let me not say the feeling, but the feelings might be anxiety or feelings of demotivation or being fearful. And what CBT says is that those feelings might actually contribute to why I end up procrastinating my application or maybe not even applying. And that, that procrastination and that not applying speaks to the behavior or how I respond to the world. So the interesting thing about the thought, the feeling, and the behavior, specifically the behavior, me delaying my application or me not applying at all, is that it's essentially me fulfilling my thought. See how they connect? Essentially, our thoughts can become self-fulfilled prophecies. All the more reason to check our thoughts. In CBT terms, they would say, all the more reason to challenge our thoughts. In other words, when they say challenge our thoughts, they're meaning have a meeting with those thoughts, assess their accuracy, put them on trial, and you may in fact find when you've done this that those thoughts are actually baseless. You may find that in fact you can apply because your marks are amazing, if not good enough to get you through. And you may find that after all of this, you would actually have some good referees, people who will refer you so much so that you can get the job that you want. So what we're trying to say here with all of this is that it's important for us to check our thoughts just in case you're catastrophizing and you are fulfilling a self-defined prophecy. Seek the facts. Find the truths.
Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope it helps you begin or continue your mental renovations. Please note that mental renovations is strictly for informational purposes and does not constitute as mental health care from a licensed psychologist. Should you find any of our topics relevant and related to any mental illness that you might have, please ensure that you consult with your nearest psychologist or psychiatrist.